Welcome to the Rise Podcast, episode 28. <laughs> my name is Ed Rodriguez, and I'm joined by my best friend in the world, Chris Tucker. How's it going, man? Very well, sir. How are you doing today? Good, man. Uh, it's been a weird week. Uh, I gave my notice that I'm quitting my job. Hey, and I don't have a job. So well, there you go. No, throwing them away. <laughs> uh, I will start a new job April 3rd, so very excited about that. It's the day after WrestleMania. Yes, apparently that's what uh, a WrestleMania. What would? What, what's the day after? Is it what like Christmas Eve? What's the what's the day after? Like a holiday? As a as a wrestling fan? Yeah. Oh, Hang- the Raw after Mania. Hangover. I mean, Hang- we don't have like a name. Hangover. Hangover, Hangover day. day. No, but I mean in general, like what's the, like you know they have Christmas Eve and then mm-hmm. then like blah 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 day. What's the post like? Is it post Christmas? Like post-Christmas. so, so post WrestleMania is when I start my my job. Yeah. The Raw after Mania. Like for a wrestling fan, so the Raw after WrestleMania is like a big. The game. Raw after Mania sounds like a porno title. It's it's the Raw after Mania. Yeah, <laughs> it's all bareback. <laughs> um, no, it's a Raw after WrestleMania is a big deal. Crowds are usually pretty hype, and it's going to be fun. WrestleMania is going to be interesting this year. So cross fingers for my man Shinsuke Nakamura um, debuting on the main roster. But other than that, Mania is looking pretty pretty questionable. As the kids like to say, it's hype AF. Yeah, it's gonna be hype, hype AF. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'll be lit. So you've been in Long Beach for a little bit, man. How, how's it been? How's your Long Beach living? It's. Uh, I'm trying to still use the the nomenclature from the young people. It's uh, hyphy. Is that right? No, that's old, man. It's on fleek. It's Is not, that a thing? That's that's old too, man. I don't know anything. It's lit. I'm, Everything's it's, lit now. It's fresh. It's, it's lit. Oh, it's it's lit. Yeah, yeah, it's it's no, it has been lit here. I I'm getting back into growlers, having lived here now. Um, we, we live not too far from Belmont Brewing Company. We found out if we buy a growler, we can get a refill for 12 bucks, which is great. It's a lot of beer for not a lot of money, <laughs> which is <laughs> well, the I mean, math I'm always trying to do, you know? Look, sir, I mean, you know you know me, my lifestyle, man. You know, you, we broke, we poor. Yeah. You, yeah. you, you so, try to get by as, as much as possible. 64 ounces of beer, but, like, I can fill that growler up before going to the stadium and have, you know, basically a six-pack of 10-ounce pours. For twelve dollars, like yeah, and it, and it's not. We're not talking about like you know MGD or PBR shit. No, nah, we're talking nine percent triple hop beer. Like talking quality, son. Quality. 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 Uh, no. First of all, I just want to. I just want to. Uh, you know, I guess apologize. You suck this, at this, this episode is coming out so late. Uh, we tried to record on Tuesday night, and uh, technical difficulties on my end. Not trying. I was trying to figure out how to. Uh, Link up uh, two mics on a Mac on a MacBook and uh, was just not having it. But you know uh, what was beautiful about that? It was the first. So we we tried to record on Tuesday and we got to go to the studio that's getting built for us, the Baron De Belter Memorial Podcast Studio. And Ed's laptop refused to work. And then I, uh, we have no internet connection in the back room. Yeah, so. so we couldn't even figure out how to fix it. But like, what what a more telling, uh, what a what a greater tribute to Baron De Belter. Than the fact that this didn't work first time around. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that uh, it true. didn't have internet. It like it, you know, it was it was kind of murdery. Uh, it's perfect. Oh, we yeah. miss you, Baron. We Absolutely. hope you're still alive. 
Uh, and then we tried to get our schedules kind of linked up yesterday, uh, and then it just was not happening at all. So, as time recording, it's uh, Thursday night, and it's all good. We're gonna we're gonna go, we're gonna get it recorded nothing, finally. Nothing new happened. Yeah, I mean, we didn't miss. Yeah, you know what? You're, it's, you're all fine. We have uh, we have two weeks until our next home game. We have another week off until our next uh, you know actual away or next season regular season game. So it's that international break is coming at a at a good time, I guess, for us mm-hmm. to it make to make to, mistakes to make fuck ups. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So uh, uh, after that, so again, just wanted to apologize for all the people who've been waiting, and thank you for the people who have reached out to us and said, you know, hey, where's the podcast? You know, you know, it was great. Missing how many our, people missing our voices, which is stupid. It was amazing how many people were like, so did you guys decide to stop doing it? It's like, well, we missed two days. Like, e- give us ep- some slack. Episode 27, that's where they st- they quit. That's, finally. It, that's what we're done. Uh, so going into, uh, you know, going, getting away from that, uh, I want to get into some Lars news. Uh, first, I want to thank Brett and the stash for having us for our very first uh, viewing party for the year. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys for providing the pizzas and then uh, hooking us up with the beer specials and all that. Uh, I got to go. I yeah, was there. Tucker was there. Unfortunately, I had to go to a baby shower, which <sighs> a, dry, no a, a dry baby shower, which was a little, a little more, a uh, little rough. What a waste of time. Yeah, a little bit, but it was it's, fine. Is the baby shower is the baby shower is when the kids alive or you're waiting on the kid? No, when the kid's not born yet, it ain't been birthed. And whose baby shower was this? Uh, Denise, my, my girlfriend's uh, friend. Oh, let me wait. What? So oh, well, you had sorry. no obligation. No, to do no. That. Oh, yeah, whatever. No, you I had, had no. I know you can't. I know you can't talk about that. But had, you had no obligation. I had an obligation because if I didn't, then my girlfriend would be mad, and it's just it's a thing. Yeah, I understand. Happy, I, had, oh, happy, I get it. Happy wife, happy life. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I, sh, sh, it's a story of my life. <laughs> I get it. Um, but no, so I got to, I got to go to the viewing party and and with the stash. And there was a lot of people that I I didn't know, which was which is always nice. Um, so I got to shake hands and meet a whole bunch of people. One guy came up to me and said, "Hey, are you the asshole on Twitter?" And I was like, well, I mean, I want to say no, but I'm, I'm fairly certain I'm the person you're talking about. So, yeah, nice to meet you. Like, I mean, there's uh, Surely there's nicer ways to come up to someone. You're like one of many, yes. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll t- I guess I'll take that. Um, uh, Hugo Ariano's father was there, and that guy was so well, fucking cool. But wasn't it both him and his mom, right? Him and his mom, yeah. I mean, I, I, I mentioned the father specifically because uh, I got to buy him a beer, which was awesome, and thank him for his loins. Uh, but it was <laughs> Thank you for having awkward. good genetics. Thank you for, you know, Hopefully. coming at just the right point. Uh, but he, I, I got to ask him about his son, and he said, uh, I asked him whether he planned on, you know, doing double duty with uh, G two, and and he said, well, the hope obviously is to stay on the first team. Uh, but you know, he understands he just wants to play, and he wants to play for the Galaxy. So wherever they're going to put him, uh, he's he's kind of ready to go. But he was really into it and was. Uh, there were some moments where people in the bar started chanting at the television, which I never understand. Um, but overall, he had a he had a great time, and he was he was really into it and enjoying the pizzas. And people were they did the Lars thing. They bought him beers, they bought him drinks, they made sure he felt welcome and shook his hand. And he he was you know before he left for the night, he went through and shook everybody's hand and was like, "Hey, thanks for the support from the kid and for all that stuff." So a really really good time, good good turnout, good group. That's awesome. Yeah, that's good to hear something. So now we have Dave Romney's dad on board, mm-hmm. and now we have uh, Hugo Ariano's parents on board. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I one thing I met someone. I can't remember the guy's name, but I met someone who was like insanely loyal to this show, which was f- so fucked up. Yeah, that's it was so such weird. a mind trip. 
because he was like, I love you guys the show. I listen two, three times a week. It was like, why? We don't even have, we don't even have friends who like are Galaxy like supporters for for you know twenty years who don't yeah. listen to our show. I mean, we have we have friends and Galaxy supporters of twenty years that we've known for you know a decade who still complain about the show. <laughs> but he was like, no, fuck it. Like you guys, you tell you tell the truth as best you can with the information you have, and you're blunt and you're honest, and and you guys are what I was looking for. I was like, well, fucking thank you, man. Awesome, that's good. You are the reason we do the shit that we do. So right. You're the reason we get in trouble with our girlfriends and <laughs> we miss dinners. And, you know, <laughs> That's you. We're, this is the show that is the reason why uh, we have to get in a fight every week about uh, scheduling, mm-hmm. scheduling around our girlfriend time. Literally every week. <laughs> Literally every seven days. So, thank you very much. I can't remember your name, but I'm sure you're listening. Yes, and, please and pity you. us. Poor us. Poor, with our significant us. others who love us. Poor, poor us. I know. Um, so second and most important news is finally, finally... Uh, the Lars 138SC uh, nonprofit membership is going to be finalized this week. As of time of recording, we're testing it to make sure everything works. Uh, so if you guys don't know what that is, uh, Riot, the Riot Squad have a nonprofit uh, organization that we run called the 138SC, uh, obviously for you know our section number 138. Um, it's a nonprofit, so um, what we do with uh, the money that is donated through the membership uh, is everything you see from hot dogs and, um, you know, events throughout the year, um, things that go to mer- merchant to make merchandise. And again, this is stuff that we don't make any money off of. It's all nonprofit. Um, it's stuff that helps us out, you know, with uh, beach cleanups or I'm not beach cleanups, but like our different uh, charity organizations or charitable events that we run and stuff. So this all goes to helping that and to furthering the existence of Lars, basically like helping out buying drumsticks, buying drum heads, uh, TIFO designs, our TIFO uh, manufacturing and all that stuff. So all this stuff goes directly into Lars and making Lars better and, you know, doing things throughout the year that helps, you know, grow Lars. Uh, with that being said, uh, the memberships are um, $35 for the pickup, so you can pick it up at the stadium, and it's 40 to be shipped. Uh, what you get with the membership is you're going to get a shirt, a snapback hat, uh, you'll get a car decal and a, a drawstring bag. So for all that, you'll get all that. Plus, you know, we'll have um, <clears throat> stuff throughout the year. Like we'll we'll be doing some other promotions throughout the year for 138 SE specifically. So um, again, it's it's all nonprofit. No one is making any money off of this stuff. All the money that goes towards the to the uh, membership is gonna go towards other merchandise to the TFOs to philanthropy events and stuff like that. So uh, if that's something you're interested in, you can go to LARIOTSquad.org. Uh, go into the store and you'll see the 138 SE membership. Um, please check out our social medias for when that finally goes up. Uh, so please hold on for hold on yet. It should be going up either Friday or especially this weekend, definitely. Um, but again, it's it's something that helps Lars grow. And then if you're really interested in, in that, you can uh, get your membership and get all your stuff picked up or sent to your house or wherever you want to get it shipped to. You said hold on and I started thinking about... Uh... Hold on by Wilson Phillips. Hold on for one. Or what's, what's the song? That is not. That is no, not at all no, but, of that song. No, what's that? Hold on for one. No, I, God damn it! I have the song in my head. Some someday somebody's gonna make you wanna turn around and say goodbye. No, no, no. I'm thinking of a different song. Why the fuck would you think of a different song when I whatever? Well, because when you said hold on, I, I hold on for to the night, something like that, right? I don't know what's always saying. I don't know. Someone's gonna know and gonna. 
angrily text me on or tweet me on the Twitter. Yeah. Tweet me on the, the Twitter. The tweeters. <laughs> All right. So Is there any other that. business? Because I, I have. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sir. No, no. Uh, other than that, there's you know uh, we'll be having some more um, viewing parties and, st- and events throughout the year. Uh, please keep an eye out on our social medias. It always gets blasted. You know, every day. What was that, that stuff like- go up? Hold on to the yes, that's the song. The memories, yes, something like that. Yes. Oh God, my my deep knowledge of white rock is amazing. Yacht rock. <laughs> um, no, before were you getting ready to slide into the RSL review? Uh yeah, but if you have something, if you were, super talking. super quick. I I just want to touch on this uh, very very quickly because there there does seem to be a little bit of confusion uh, that I've I've heard in the last week, and I, I want to clear it up. Um, if if somehow you you are only marginally paying attention or uh, you listen to bits and pieces, I guess we should re-clarify. At no point do either one of us speak on behalf of the Riot Squad. Um, Ed is, in fact, the Lars president. That's true. Um, I, I do a fair bit of work, we'll say, with Lars and, and trying to further our interests as, as best I can. But at no point do either of us speak on behalf of the group. Lars has never had a hive mentality. We we never will, as long as I'm alive, have a hive mentality. Ed and I have a particular opinion, and that's what we share here. Um, it's called the Riot Squadcast because it would be stupid to call it something else. <laughs> um, we both are, are so intertwined with Lars and, and work to such a level with the Riot Squad. And, you know, Ed is literally the current president of Lars. I am a former president of Lars. Um, it would be dumb to, to call it anything else, but we don't speak for the group. The group does not have a centralized opinion on any matter. Um, you can, if you grab someone else at a tailgate, they might tell you Daniel Starris is the heart and soul of this team. If you ask me on any given week, I'll tell you he's one of the worst players I've ever seen. Um, it, it, we don't have this uniform concept and this uniform idea. And if you are of the opinion that we speak on behalf of the riot squad, you're wrong period is that uh, do we have like an incident that happened or something or just hey, hey, like, look you know what are you gonna do yeah yeah i don't want to have to uh, open this up every time and saying that's opinions is our opinions and no, we're not going to i just don't remember to the best you know i don't plan to i just don't remember the last time we restated it and apparently it's a difficult concept for some people so i just want to be able to definitively say hey go listen to the first you know 14 minutes of episode 28 where i explain as thoroughly as humanly possible that, again, we do not speak for the entirety of the group because we are two people. And it, as Ed will tell you, I rarely listen to anyone else. Yeah. So it would be unfair for me to say that I speak on behalf of the Riot Squad or on behalf of Galaxy fans or on behalf of anyone else besides myself. Um, or And uh, I would assume Ed feels the same way. No, I speak for the the whole organization and the galaxy. <laughs> I speak for the human race. Fuck yes. you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I, I just wanted to get that out to clarify for anyone, you know, outside of Lars or inside of Lars who who finds this concept, you know, kind of hard, um, you know, as is as has <laughs> always I, been. Go ahead. This is funny thing is so now I've heard I've heard both sides of the story now where we we don't associate enough with Lars in this podcast and then we. Don't we associate too much with Lars in this podcast? Because you know, because Ed, people are dumb. <laughs> That's the and internet in a nutshell, right? Where yeah, you, the internet you're accused in a nutshell. Of, of both doing something and then not doing something at the same time. At the exact same time, yeah. because you know, 
people are 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 special. Well, I guess we're doing oh. something right then, right? If if we're getting both sides of an argument. Yeah, at all at all times we're we. I mean, I've never heard that we don't associate with Lars enough. I guess it makes sense. We kind of just knock out the important stuff in the beginning and then move on. Um, but yeah, the the idea that either of us believe we are speaking on behalf of the entire group. That's crazy. Or the, the idea that anyone who listens to this thinks that we're talking on behalf of the entire group. Um, there's something going on in your brain if that's the case. So I, we I just wanted I, to, I, sh- I guess I yeah. shouldn't insult them, but no. we just wanted to spell that. I think the majority, like I would say like 99% of the people who listen to our show know that. But you're always going to get that 1% who's going to be the vocal one and say some shit. And you know me, I can't let that 1% go. Yeah, I know. Like I can't, there's nothing in me that can go, well, let's just ignore the 1%. <laughs> the 1% doesn't matter. I right. go, no, the 99% doesn't matter. Let me focus all of my energy on that 1% until it drives me crazy. So yeah. just want to reiterate again, in case we've missed it. We yeah. speak, I speak for me. Ed speaks for Ed. Occasionally we speak for each other and that's it. Yeah. Well, you know, we, what can we do, man? We can't please everybody. Yeah. You know what's Pretty. very pleasing though is a fucking win. Yeah, nice, it nice happened. Right? Nice That's beautiful. All right, you're, yes. you're ready for the big time. First win of the season, and of course, it's against Ooh. RSL, which is amazing. And game winning goal from my boy Emma. Who, of course, of course, of course, of course, it's going to be Emma Boateng scoring the game winning goal against RSL. Yeah. Five beautiful. goals in MLS. You know how many teams it scored against? One. One team. Beautiful. God. It's a, it's a, it's an interesting track record. It's a nice little streak he's got going. If there's ever a team you can chant, can we play you every week? It has to be ours. So. Yeah, I mean they're <laughs> they're not good, and I mean we're not we're not good. But it was it was it was a great little outing. You know, I don't I'm not sure we would have, and I don't know if you plan on going kind of step by step through the game. I didn't. Um, but it was interesting where we got goals from. Like we got we got the game winning goal from a guy who just kind of historically takes shots at, at one team. And then we got goals from a stand-in left back, you know, playing center back. Um, it's it's a very 2017 LA Galaxy kind of win. Uh, right. But it was great. It was the bar went nuts. The bar went absolutely apeshit when it uh, was scored. I love those moments, man. Those moments are amazing. When they, when the, when the, your team is doing uh, well and playing well, Mm-hmm. Of course, those moments are better. And then when your team is losing, you're like, oh, these, these are the well, worst moments the ever. When your team is playing shitty and for, we weren't, you know, again, if if Kyle Beckerman doesn't get sent off, we probably don't win that game. Um, that's why when when we were talking a few weeks ago about the penalty that uh, that Romney drew, it's like these things kind of all work out throughout the course of the season. Romney getting sent off, uh, Yella getting sent off in the, the bullshit disciplinary committee uh, ruling on him. In, throughout the course of the season, these things kind of work themselves out. Um, we didn't play very well. We got a, a very fortunate red card to, to send uh, uh, Beckerman off. I wouldn't call it fortunate. I think he deserved well, it. I'm, I'm saying fortunate in as much as we were able to get a win out of it. Okay. Like well, we, I mean, we played a game. Be, where we got to be fair, in the past when we've gone a man, when we've had a man advantage, we've played worse. That's an MLS, year, That's the thing in, in the league. This year, we've shown in two games where we've been up a man and down a man that we've actually played better. Mm-hmm. In both scenarios, which is surprising to me. Yeah, and it's great to see Kyle Beckerman get sent off. Fuck yeah, that guy. Uh, I love it. Fucking it hippie. Nice. But it was a good. It was it was a nice little win. Um, it was interesting that that R- RSL loses to the Galaxy, so Jeff Gasar gets fired. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that was a joke going around. Like we're so bad, 
you know, if you lose to us, you're, you lose your job. That's fine. Hey, whatever. Um, if, we keep, weird if we keep fire, winning, that's fine. Yeah, it was weird firing him like three games into the season. Well, but to be fair, I think they haven't won a game since like September. Ooh. So. Well, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's accumulation from last year as well. So. But you, we're talking you, about, let's talk, let's talk about that goal that RSL scored on us. Do you remember the goal? Uh, I'm assuming Steris screwed it up. I don't remember it off the top of my head. <laughs> it was it was the crossing, and then uh, Mosisian got ahead on it. And oh yeah, yeah. Um, <sighs> I mean, from what I what you know, going back and looking at the highlights, it just looks like Steris just drops off too much, yeah. gives him way too much space. And if one guy in the box, you don't want to give too much space to, it's Mosisian. Yeah. You know what's great though? Like without remembering the goal, without remembering the goal specifically, I could tell you it was Steris. I mean, I think that's just your bias though. Am, am I wrong? No, I, I think you're definitely wrong. I'm. I'm about what? You just hate him. What, what, what hold can on. You say? No, no, no. Was hold on. Was I wrong about the goal from the RSL game? I'm not saying you were wrong about the goal. I'm just saying that's all I'm saying. When you naturally think it is Stairs' fault, I think that's where you're wrong. I will be wrong if I naturally think it's Stairs' <laughs> fault and it's not his fault. <laughs> that doesn't ever seem to happen. No, it never seems not. to happen. I mean, I. I what, we had like three or four goals this season that seem to be this guy's fault. I think I think you have Van Dam in there. I don't think that goal happens though. I, I, you know, but you know, yeah. we'll, we'll get him back for for our next game against Vancouver. So maybe maybe we start Yella and Romney in the back. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't hate on that. I think I think I would, Romney's. I would. Tr- here's this is the thing. I think Romney's done tr- a great job so far. I would try it. Like, what are you standing to lose? You're talking about what? a guy in Romney who's who's. Uh, contributed to two of the three goals we've scored this year. Sure. And one of them, like, you know, obviously got him sent off, but what are you standing to lose? We're good for a goal every game because Daniel Starris is on the field, play right. Romney in his spot, see what happens. Right. Romney is supposed to be good enough to play in all spots on the back line. And according to the front office and, and Kurt Anolfo, you know, it, this whole thing, this whole starting of the season has been about getting guys important minutes and, and pressuring uh, comfortable players. So, Maybe it's time to bench the guy who seems to be weakly responsible for a goal. I mean, is that – I'm trying to sound as not crazy about this as possible. But maybe, you you, you know, if we're creating goalkeeper, you know, uh, pressure. Competition and whatever. We're creating, yeah, we're creating competition for the goalie spot. Can we create competition for the guy who weakly gives up a goal? Right. Is that crazy? No, I, th- I definitely think that uh, – I think Romney has, has shown that he can, he can step up and – and be the guy who can uh, play next to Van Dam. I think it'd be interesting. I think it's it's a worth it's worth a try, especially yeah. in this early season where it's about you know getting your team together and and not about winning or results, which is crazy. That is the word. That is the yeah. I don't understand that, but That's that is crazy. the words out of Anolfo's mouth. These games right now are not about winning; they're about playing how we're playing, our yeah. our chemistry and our structure. That you know typically things you do during the preseason, um, but. If, if that's what it's about, we have one guy who seems to stand out weakly uh, as a weak link. Maybe it's it's time we see if Romney can actually play that position and maybe he can play it better. You know, I, I, I don't know. Um, can we it, talk about Romney's goal? Can yes. we talk about mm. Romney's goal? Mm. Um, I mean, beautiful, right? Yeah. I don't know when you turned into a sassy black woman, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> I just, I just had I just had the emoji, you know, where they put the claps after every word. Oh, yeah. Oh, what, what is that? It's, I'm it's, old. It's come on, dude. You're black, dude. You should know that. Can we talk about Romney's goal? I mean, dude. Even strikers, strikers. That was sexy. 
they don't get as much power on that ball as as uh, Romney did, man. Oh my gonna, God, what a beauty! It's going to be great to watch the Galaxy social media department like Photoshop Giovanni dos Santos on top of Dave Romney's <laughs> Just be like, look how great he is. He's a legend. It was it was beautiful. Uh, and it then beautiful doesn't touch the ground. Yeah, no, volley, really, ni- really nice, mm. uh, really nice, really uh, nice set piece and corner kick from uh, from Alessandrini. I said it. We're going to be set piece strong this year. We have to be. We look it, man. We have to be. I mean, we're big. We got big boys. Jermaine Jones really wants his goal. That had, oh, that, that header goal. Pretty. Oh, and then a very, very nice stuff from uh, from uh, Romando. Oh, fuck that guy. Yeah. He, every every time we play. Yeah, him. it's weird when you're like when you're a guy who's as tall as me. You shouldn't be playing keeper. But he's, you know, he's in significantly better shape than you. Ed. Well, I mean, I'm getting worried about you. I think like a thousand times in better shape than I am or ever at, will be. I'm at, I'm at 12 miles for the week, bro. I got, I'm going to go put away another five miles tomorrow. Getting that beer belly down. Good, man. Oh, and getting that beer belly down as you go and fill up your growler. Hey, well, look, you can drink the beer as long as you run it off. <laughs> fat ass. Like, <sighs> nah, that sounds too much work. But yeah, uh, Jones, I mean, that header from Jones, I thought it was in. Um, I mean that's any, that's anywhere but there. That's every week now. He has a clear header on goal every week. He's gonna get. He's gonna get. What him. I'm worried is that he's gonna be. He's gonna become a yellow Van Dam where it becomes this like psychosis. <laughs> like so close every time. Where it's like, but then you just start shooting like crazy because you want one. Right. You know what I mean? But it was it was a great chance, uh, a great stop from Ramondo, as you said. Uh, I thought it was in, and it was funny to see Jones on his knees, just like begging, like, "Oh, you motherfucker, yeah. you motherfucker." <laughs> Uh, no. And, and you know what? And I think, yeah, I mean, you've seen this year has been crazy. The amount of, of opportunities we've had off of uh, corner kicks and set pieces. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never seen this team this dangerous uh, post Beckham era. Yeah. From a set piece regularly, uh, you know, if 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 and when Alessandrini, because we talked about it last week with we kept uh, sending corner kicks to Emma Boateng. When we're getting it directed to where it's supposed to go, we're going to be dangerous. Yeah. Um. You know, and we we got it where it needed to be, right on Dave Romney's left boot, and he fucking rocketed that shit. I mean, no one stood a chance. Not if a you chance. got in the way of that ball, if you got in the way of that ball, you were getting impregnated, and then you were getting <laughs> shot into the goal. Like, those were the options, um, and it was perfect. It was top left corner, uh, upper ninety, as they say, uh, and it was it was just uh, God. I I've, I like him. I like the Romney. I what do. can I say? I'm down. I I'm hope, down. I'm I hope down. he keeps this going. Yeah. And then you get the second goal from, I mean, just great, just pressure on the ball. Yeah. You, you know, saw Emma, like, the, the smile on his face was amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just amazing. I mean, I think uh, you saw you saw uh, Alessandrini really work in that second half. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, I mean, it's just, it's it's worrying he's to see. He's coming into it. It's a little worrying to see because he does come into the center a lot. Yeah. And I don't know how that's going to work with him. And, and, I mean, it really hasn't since... Uh, him and um, and uh, Giovanni haven't really played that much together, um, mm-hmm. but it's a little worrying because it's he's going to come in a lot and he seems to work best in that in that position. Yeah, but he's uh, already been more effective this year than Gio. I mean, yeah. it's it just is what it is. Um, if I'm pick, so far anyway, if I'm picking one of them to get the spot they want to be in, I'm not picking Gio. Um, I mean, that's, you, well, yeah, that's not because well, that's you're not you know calling the shots and that's not going to happen. No, well, if I was calling the shots, most of the people running the club wouldn't be in charge. Right, right. Um, but no, I, I liked the game. I thought Alessandrini had a, at, at least a very strong second half. Probably a little questionable in the first. Um, uh, I thought Romney was was great. Uh, what's his name? Nathan Smith. Another fine game. It's good for what he is. Uh, Diop was fine. 
uh, although some question marks kind of coming up about Diop. Um, you know, but Diallo was okay. I, I don't, I think people's call for him to be starting or to get some serious minutes kind of got dialed back after that game. Um, but then, you know, again, it's tough when Steris is your partner. Uh, it was interesting that we we came out with a four three three. Yeah, that was like, uh, very interesting. That was new, and I liked it. I like it. I like that we're not you know dying the wool four four two. But I thought it was interesting that that we came out with a different formation. Well, what's interesting is that you know considering that you know our back five is made up entirely of of Galaxy two players yeah. that we've only given up what three goals this year. Yeah. Uh, oh no! Math. Sorry. Uh, math can't be right. Yeah, that's not good. that math threat. Right. Because we gave up. I like how you don't answer it. You just go like, uh, "Everybody, stop talking about it." <laughs> no, wait, it was a two against Dallas and then two mm-hmm. against Portland. Mm-hmm. So five goals. Five well, goals. I guess that's not the worst. I mean, considering that we played against, you know, Portland and, and Dallas, who seem to be the, the two of the top teams in the West, and then RSL. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, with uh, entire G two backline, um, including the goalkeeper. I mean, it's it's not it's not been terrible. I got. I mean, I'm gonna give credit to you know where it's due. It's it's not been it's not been awful. It's not been five nothing games, six nothing games. Yeah. That we would I, we were expecting. Oh, definitely, I, absolutely. I mean, I was I was prepared for the end. Um, I'm I'm still not as sold on this core as i think a lot of people are oh no no i'm not i'm not saying that they're like anything that we should be like riding our hopes on right i'm just saying for what it's what it's been it's not been terrible which is yeah which is which is great i mean i i would worry i still worry about if if anyone goes down for a, a large amount of time the lack of depth is still there um and I think these kids, a lot of these kids are going to be pulling double duty with uh, Galaxy 2. So there's, they're still the, they're not just sitting on the bench waiting. They're going to be going to go get competitive minutes. It also increases the likelihood they might get hurt or they might get suspended or, you know, any, any of that nature. But uh, for the most part, and still, we talked about this last week, a lot of them are showing up more so than their first team counterparts. Well, they're, they're hungry, man. They, you know, they, they want to be a permanent fixture on the first team and not just. Yeah. They're gonna, you know, the, the bouncing back from G two to the the first team, which is where, which is where, you know, where I say you play Romney instead of Steris. Yeah, you know, give him he's he's earned that spot compared to the two of them. He's earned at least trying out that spot, um, because Steris seems to be declining and Romney seems to be getting better. I can understand you not doing that, uh, given the cover, but Nathan Smith seems more than capable of covering left back. Romney is your natural left back uh, option, but. Cole appears to be coming back relatively soon. Um, I would I, I give Romney that spot right now. I mean, I think he's earned it. Uh, of the four three three, the midfield was interesting. You had uh, what your boy Jao Pedro, Jermaine Jones, and Sebastian Lejet. Um, I'm I you know I'm still I'm still it's early in, it's early in the season, uh, but I'm hoping Jao Pedro can can show something. You know what I uh, over this last week, and I, I did not at all think he had a good game against RSL. But I'm a little more hopeful this week after talking to someone on Twitter about it. Made a great point. And it's the same point you made earlier. I just didn't listen to you. Um, Jao Pedro is young. He's playing in a different league that has an entirely different style of play. 
and we never seem to have the same roster. No, like I was just like saying, it's, it's it's it takes time to adjust, and it's some it's, some people it's just really, take, take take longer than others. Yeah, and it's unfair to expect him. Um, and I, you know, I'm I'm going to do something I I rarely ever do. It. I'm wrong. I'm going to admit it. What? You can you can save that soundbite. I'm incorrect. What's what's the time on here? Thirty one fifty two. Okay, I'll save that yeah. time. It is. It's unfair, and and he's absolutely right. I was talking to uh to James Powell. It's unfair for me to expect. What is he? 23? 23 year old. Let's say he's twenty three. Twenty three year old defensive midfielder who's coming from a league where the average player in that league is more talented than our players. Um, playing on a different team, playing in a different league with a different style, with seemingly every week brand new players, and my expectation is for him to slot right in and be capable. Uh, I, I continue to have my problem with the front office because it appears like their battle plan was for him to be able to do that. And as much as it's unfair for me to expect him to to show up and immediately be ready to go, it was unfair for them to expect that of him. Uh, so my criticisms of the front office remain, but I, I'm going to try to take it easy on him for a little while. Wow, look at you. Aren't, aren't we growing up? I'm growing, sir. I'm growing <laughs> as a person. Speaking no, So speaking on the whole, you know, uh, battle between Romney and Sirs, and we'd like to see some competition there. Uh, let's talk about this little quote-unquote goalkeeper controversy that's going on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Roe from our, our boy uh, Baxter reported that he really didn't see anything wrong with Roe on the Thursday's practice before the game, and apparently like it happened on Friday that he tweaked his shoulder or whatever. Um, it sounds a little fishy. It just sounds like an excuse to have um, Diop as your starting keeper going forward for a little <laughs> bit. Uh to to be honest, I don't see much of a drop off between Roe and Diop. Uh, Diop is a little more athletic than, or a little, a lot more athletic than than Roe is. Um, but I, you do get a little bit of a drop off between the uh, mental lapses between mm-hmm. Roe and Diop. And we we can, we'll, I guess we'll see if that uh, comes into play in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Um. I mean, I I go as is typically the case. I go in a slightly angrier direction than you on this. Um. I'm not sure I believe what's coming out of the club yet again. I thought it was interesting that like Roe was on the bench for no reason um, without much explanation. And we're just, we're randomly creating goalkeeper, uh, goalkeeper competition. And then, you know, we talked and I thought, well, perhaps because you don't do that stuff, you know, in preseason out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, he's not starting in preseason where you, where you could potentially create competition. You just start creating competition during the regular season. uh, You know, when it's important, but, I, you know, we were talking and I thought, well, perhaps we played uh, Diop because he's going to have a greater chemistry with an entirely G2 back line. Which makes sense. Which makes sense. Um, but then out of nowhere, Roe is seemingly very seriously hurt or at least decently seriously hurt uh, to where Diop is, is, is the guy now. Diop is, is the man. Josh Kempen was on the bench backing uh, Diop up. Roe was nowhere to be seen. Uh, as is typical from the, quote, most transparent club in MLS. Um, we didn't hear about Rose injury at all until um, the lineups were announced. Until the lineups were announced. And then there was a small blurb written on the bottom of the uh, the notes that come out of the club for every game. Um, I I think Roe got hurt last week. I think Roe got hurt last week and they waited to see if he could make it through the week. And he can't and he had to yank him. Um Maybe Kimpin wasn't registered. Maybe Kimpin wasn't ready. 
Um, I, I don't know. We don't know. I, I think it's unlikely we'll get any actual answers. It just seemed really fucking suspicious to me that Rose started a game, or sorry, that Diop started a game, and it was to create competition and Rose on the bench, and then Rose disappears next week. And we don't mention, we don't mention at all Rose injury until everyone, I mean, they have to release the information. Until the last, literally the last second. Yeah, because here's my thing. If you're going to make D up your guy, just make him your guy. Is that what we're doing? Like, that's, right? what, I don't, that's what I don't get. Because we seem to be all in on Roe. Um, and as, I, yeah, I as much, like yeah. him. He's I, okay. I, I like Roe, and I think he, you know, he's deserved his 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 uh, his starting position. Uh, but if D up is your guy, just make D up your guy. Like, don't don't create some bullshit saying, oh, we're, we're making some, uh, we're creating some goalkeeper competitions. Like, don't. Just say... Uh, you're used to you, you know. Diop is your guy from G two. Um, I think he's ready to have for a starting position. Just come out and say it. it. It was interesting that we brought in Josh Kempen. It was very interesting that we brought in Josh Kempen this year, since uh, uh, Brendan Snedden seems to be the guy this year for G two, not Diop. So if if we're as high on Diop as as we claim to be, and we seem to be pretty high, if you're listening to uh, to the front office, we seem to be pretty high on him. Why are we bringing in Josh Kempen? Because Diop and Rowe are your one and two, or your two and one in this case. Um, um, well, and, I think I'll get into it a little bit later because we're gonna we're gonna talk about the G twos later. But okay. I definitely think um, he's your. I think Kempen is your starter for G two. Okay. Well, then there you go. Yeah. Well, and like I said, we'll we'll talk about G twos later in the show. But it seemed very surprising, you know, as is typical with this team, that yeah. at the absolute last moment we find out, hey, um, your number one is. Decently seriously hurt. Uh, who I, I still don't know. Um, well, I mean, have you? We will. Ne- we never know about any of the injuries. No. How se- the severity of anything at all ever. Most, trans- most transparent. Mm-hmm. It's never. It's my. It's it's a real big pet peeve of mine with this club. There never is any information about any of these guys. Yeah. And I get it. Like you don't. I get it. You don't want to give your te- your your po- your opponents an advantage on how to. How to you know prepare for the games against you? I understand that. But what different are you really doing if it's Row or Diop? Yeah, like shoot the ball at the part of the goal where the goalie is not standing. Like that's the same, right? I mean, last time I checked, yeah. So, okay, all right, just checking. <laughs> it seems interesting. We're carrying five keepers right now between both teams. I mean, it would have been six if they didn't like. Push, push Kennedy, Kennedy out to television or wherever he's going. Where they, where they suggested he should uh, take a TV spot, a TV job. Yeah, the Gargan, the Gargan, the Gargan uh, uh, rule. Oh, I miss Gargan. That guy's just so cool. Could use some Gargan, but uh, so yeah. I mean, that that seemed a little weird to me. But what are you gonna do? Oh, lastly, at home for the love of Christ. Lastly, on on the RSL lineup, what in the hell, Jose Villarreal? I I'm assuming. I mean it. it he was playing a false nine, I guess going to dip back in a little bit and kind of is Jack. I mean, Jack McBean's the guy, right? Like you have to play him in this position where you're, you're planning on crossing the ball from the left to the right. <laughs> Why are you, you playing long ball to Jose Villarreal? Jose Villarreal, who is playing as a lone striker, which is the where you have Jack McBean on the bench, who is like a foot taller than him. As soon as he comes in, the game is the game's changed. I, I the moment McBean comes in, the, the entirety it. of the game has changed. But and it's like if we're going to play. We're gonna play Jose as a false nine. Put the ball on the ground. We need some passing and some moving. Passing and some moving might work for this, but we need pass and move. 
get the ball on the ground, pass in the channels, get it on his foot, let him take a shot. No, we long ball it from center backs over to, I mean, a guy who's barely taller than you yeah, and expecting him to win the ball. Like they're setting this kid up to get murdered. Yeah. It was just, it's such a strange. And then Anolfo's just got to eat that and go, Hey, I made the wrong choice. Sub him out. And as soon as he subs him out, the game has changed. Yeah. Such a- you know, it's, it's just interesting that, you know, it's, it's again, it just seems like this experimental stage in the, in the first couple of games. And I guess, that comes down to a lot of like the injuries and all that stuff, but still, it's just McBean was healthy. McBean is healthy, and he's on the. You want him to get MLS experience, right? From coming from uh, from the the USL division, and then from whatever third division that they got him in England or whatever the hell. Uh, he was uh, he was in he was at Coventry at in a relegation fight in League One, and so, all he played was U twenty three minutes. Exactly. So I mean, don't you want him to get as many MLS game experiences as he can? Before Giassi and Gio are back from from full health and and take his spot, especially if you're going to play long ball, <laughs> right? That's the part I don't understand. Like if you're going to play Jose, that's fine. Play a style of play that will benefit him. Don't don't lob the ball up to him and ask him to get killed by these center backs. Yeah, it's just it was just a weird thing. I don't know. Whatever. It was an Anolfo move. Yeah, there has to be one. There has to be one. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Um, and so now we're going to a two-week break. Um, next game is going to be Saturday, April 1st, away to Vancouver. Uh, we're going to preview that game next week. Uh, we'll get into that. Um, and then two, two days late. Yeah, yeah, two days late. We'll have that Friday night as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then our next home game isn't until April 7th, Friday, April 7th, against Montreal. Damn, we got back-to-back Canadian games. Weird. I like it. Battle battle versus Canada. Canadian. 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 Uh, but, we'll, you know, we'll go into those games later. So you have a two-week break. Mm-hmm. Um, Internationals. Internationals, bitch. Yeah, World Cup qualifiers. Worldwide, motherfucker. Anyway. Sweet pitbull. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm Mr. What's his name? Mr. Worldwide? Mr. Worldwide. Don't da- act like you don't know it. Dale. I'm doing my shoulder shrugs like he does. Dale. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse were- me. Wearing your white suit? Oh, yeah. My white suit and my pants are all the way up to my, my belly button. That you're sweating through. Yeah. <laughs> Dolly. Um, no, so there's a two-week break, which gives you know our guys who obviously are coming back from injury a little more time to, to uh, recuperate. But word is that uh, Giassi and Cole are very likely to start t- uh, against Vancouver, which is a good sign. Seems like everyone's what. Seems like everyone besides Geo yeah. is getting pretty close to coming back. But even Geo is is said to you know is uh, almost back to full health. So they said he's training by himself. So like maybe you probably see him on the bench. Maybe. Maybe I mean we're the, we're you know we're we'll us. Give, give him another week, maybe just to, to. Here's the thing: you're away, you're away, right? Vancouver plays on turf. Why yeah. would you even risk it? Oh yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah. But I, also, well, I'm not you know running the team. And it's hard to say because again we play Villarreal and play long balls to him, so it's it's tough to it's tough to kind of plan out what we're going to do. But so, I, I, I would so say he's definitely starting then. He's definitely starting. And he's, <laughs> <left back. laughs> he's in he's in the net. He's ready to go. Uh, Diop is hurt. No, uh, there's no point in in playing him. I wouldn't even make him travel. Uh, it's it's pointless. He's not. He doesn't appear to be much of a leader on the team. I don't 
I'm not sure you really need him in that way. I mean, if but, you're gonna if you're gonna at least play him, you know, pay for the you know JetBlue has the extra leg room. Just pay for that. He's short. He doesn't need it. Well, because you know they're gonna be flying on like JetBlue and you uh, know commercial flight. I don't know. That's to Canada. It might be one of the chartered ones. I doubt but it's it. Like, I doubt what's the it. Point? Like why we're gonna fly him to Canada to play on turf against against a, a decently crappy MLS team? If Giassi's back, if Cole's back, I mean, fuck, that should be enough. It should be enough. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, that's, sh- that's that's shoring up your defense like tenfold already with those yeah, two guys play, back in there. Play Giassi. Uh, play who? Villarreal? Maybe. I'm uh, not Lasseter at all. Boateng? Play Boateng. I'd play Boateng. That'd be that'd be interesting. Yeah. Play, but he's earned it after he's earned it off the RSL game. Play Boateng four four two. Um, put Cole at left back. Leave Giassi at home. And and call it a night. You I'd know, even have McBean, have McBean come on for Giassi at seventy. 65 or so you know you, you, you know it'd be interesting if maybe put in uh boateng as a left winger and have uh have our boy legit play underneath uh Giassi. i'd be down nice four uh four four one one that'd be nice right be okay with that i would for, have no problem I'd be down for that yeah um anyways we can talk about that next week when we get into no i Vancouver. i don't think there's any if we're going to focus specifically on where we're at with injuries yeah. in particular i i don't see a reason to to bring geo to this game and, and potentially risk him aggravating this injury at all, especially if he's still at a point where he's training by himself. At least Cole and Giassi are, are training with the full team and in full, you know, full training, at least as far as reports are concerned. Right. No, exactly. I mean, it's it's there's no there's no it's no it's not necessary to, to risk it right now. It's not worth it. No, especially in this early stages of the, of the season. And um, if he's close, I mean, if he's close, what you burn, you burn one more game. I mean, you yeah, alone to throw away the first two. Right. Uh, you burn one more game and your your superstar doesn't get hurt. Yeah, I think you're all right. You'll be all right. No no need to do it. I mean, we we were in agreement with that. It's not worth it. No. Um, but Legette and uh, Jones will be called up to the to the U.S. Uh, World Cup qualifiers. Uh, Jones will serving his one game suspension for yellow card accumulation, so at least he won't get uh, too worked in the in the next two games. He'll be a little more fresh, I hope. Yeah. But you'll so, you're, okay. you're 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 definitely going to see. Uh, Legit and Jones playing in, you know, well, Legit maybe in both games, and then Jones definitely in the in the second game against Panama. Yeah. Well, um, so hashtag pray for no injuries. Everyone, hashtag pray, pray for no Panama, injuries. Panama, Panama. Uh, I miss hearing that song at, at the G's games. Right. Ah, oh, those are the days. Those are the days. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you want to quench your galaxy thirst. Mm. This is this is my 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 spiel my my plug my Sir, plug. Sir, you right are now. you are on with the segways today. Hey man, you know uh, you know I, I'm getting better at this. You know, 28 you episodes are. in, I'm getting better at this. You're gonna be leaving me for for brighter pastures and new. Oh God, no, <laughs> dude, I'm I'm your you're my ride or die chick. Uh, so we're definitely definitely ending this with a Jaw Rule song. <laughs> oh God, what did I do? Definitely ending this with the Jaro <laughs> um, song. But no, no, uh, the Galaxy 2, they, they start their uh, season this uh, this Saturday against Vancouver. So I guess we're playing Vancouver twice, two weeks for the, the Galaxy and Galaxy 2. That's awesome. Um, every thug needs a lady. Every thug needs a lady. Shout out, Jaw Rule. Hashtag pray for, pray for Jaw. Pray. <laughs> pray for Jaw, man. Uh, but no, this Saturday, uh, 2 o'clock, early game, so you can kind of Go do whatever you need to do Saturday night. You can come watch the ga- your future Galaxy Stars because you know some of these players are going to come up to the Galaxy team in the next year or two. Yeah, that that is the plan. 
Um, but Sorry, yeah, I'm, I'm tweeting hashtag pray for Jaru. Pray for Jaru. That's all good. Um, if you are a Lars or a supporter uh, season ticket holder, you do get a free ticket to every single uh, G2 uh, season open or season open uh, regular season uh, game. Um, so if you are interested, you know, come out. Like we're going to be tailgating. We'll have a grill. We'll have the 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 speakers, the music out. So it'll be cool. Uh, 12 o'clock, we're going to be setting up. Uh, that information will be going out on the social medias. Uh, where you park in Lot 17, it's basically like you're going to go into the stadium from the, what is that, the south east? What, university? No, no, no. So, so, so it's going to be inside the stadium where we're going to be tailgating. Oh, nice. Yeah, so if you guys know where like the Rock and Brew uh, spot is, it's going to be in that area. So if you, you're going to be parking in Lot 17, which is near the track and field stadium, um, you'll literally just walk towards the stadium, and it's going to be that southeast entrance. You'll, you'll oh, yeah. see it on University. the The street is University. Is that uni- okay? So yeah, University. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you'll see it, and you know, check our social medias because we'll have it all. We'll have like images, and and we'll have it all posted up for you guys. So come yeah. out, check you know, come check it out, and uh, you know, come eat some free wieners from myself. Hey, ooh, some sexy time right there. Cause every thug needs a lady. <laughs> but it's interesting. Look, I, I'm I'm really excited. I really dig uh, our the new coach Mike Munoz, who's uh, he's been with the club for for a number of years now as a as an academy coach, uh, a player. Yeah, well, I mean, he dressed like a, he dressed. Year, a year. He get hey, he gets a hashtag Galaxy birthday. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, that's my boy. Um, but no, I'm really excited. He he knows. He's, I mean, if you talk to any of the any of the the guys who, who's who's uh, he's coached like a who was a. Uh, BJ the fourth, he's come up with him. Like a lot of the a lot of the guys on the G two now, have been under his uh, his uh, advisement. So that's like, he's he knows his uh, his youth players, and I'm really really excited to see this team. Oh yeah, I got high hopes. Yeah, and I I don't see I see Anolfo as being kind of part of that Bruce Arena mold, and I'm hoping Mike can kind of branch out more into his own thing. Right, right. And sadly, I don't think he's ever gonna get a legitimate shot at the first team. Um, but I, I, I'm a fan. I like I like him. I've met him a couple times. I've, I like him personally. Um, I like his the work he's done with the academy for sure. You know, these are as Ed says, these are your boys. These are a younger version of your boys, but they are the galaxy. And the likelihood that you will eventually see most of these guys on the first team, I mean, it's it, it, it's pretty damn high. Yeah. If you're you're not paying attention to that, um, it's it's time to. I told you the galaxy two were set up behind Lars the other week, and uh, as after Yellow got sent off. Not to say they were they were happy. They weren't thrilled that Yelly got sent off, but there was definitely a kind of a, a murmur of, hey, we might actually get a legitimate shot at Major League Soccer this season uh, because people keep going down and we're the guys that keep getting called up. So the, this is definitely, you know, our future and, and you know, little baby G's. So are and, my boys going to be there? Justin Dillon, probably starting. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ethan Zubak, probably Ethan starting. Zubak. Oh, yeah. So you know, I, I'm gonna run down the the roster a little bit real quick because oh have, I can't wait to see you try to pronounce this. We have about um, 10 15 minutes left in the show that I want to I want to wrap it up. Okay. Uh, first of all, we have Miguel Aguilar who was a trialist with the with LA, came from from DC. Uh, he's gonna be he's officially signed to uh, the G2. Uh, my boy Adonis, the greatest name ever in the history of man, Adonis Amaya, uh, forward. He's gonna be he's gonna be uh, he he's been he's been good for the Galaxy too, man. If mm-hmm. if you've been to the games or watched games, he's the, he's the guy, man. He's really good. Yeah. Uh, you have uh, defender Robert Castellanos. Yeah, I said that right. Yeah. Our boy, Justin Dillon. Justin Dillon. Justin, dot, shout out Justin Dillon. What's up? Top five striker, son. 
Uh, one of the new Cameroonian youth players. I'm assuming this is going to sound more French, so I'm going to go Jean Jospin Angola. Holy shit! Yeah, what's up? That is, I'm in. I am impressed. Uh, I'm sure it's wrong, but I'm impressed. <laughs> if you paid attention to the Galaxy, you've heard this uh, this name before, Ryo Fuji. Yeah. Um. He's he's uh he's good, man. He's he's he a can good ball. Yeah, he can ball, man. He can ball, and he was the kid where we we were basically paying for him to go to college, right? Yeah, yeah, that's him. Paying for him to go to Cal State Dominguez Hills. Um, and a first, as I believe, as far as deals for Major League Soccer in North America, we are flat out paying for this kid to go to college as part of his contract. Yep. Um, so we clearly have a lot invested in him. Yeah. Uh, a name to keep uh, keep in mind is this uh, goalkeeper, Eric Lopez. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember him. Yeah. Real good. Real Me- good goalkeeper. He's going to be coming up soon, man. Mexican Youth inter- International, right? Well, here's the thing. I th- I think he was he's like been switching back and forth. Okay. I think last I heard, well, he was a. Uh, he was going to be playing for the U.S. Okay, well, hey, go Eric Lopez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, we, you know, obviously, you know, again, we could be wrong because we usually are. And then the new, the new, uh, the new man for the the Lars ladies, Bennett Snedden, goalkeeper from Calabasas. Ladies love the Bennett. ladies loved Bennett. Shout out he's to Bennett. Good, he's a good-looking dude. Um, you have defender Tyler Turner, who's come from uh, Orlando City. Mm-hmm. Uh, from what I've seen the videos from him, he can ball, man. I'm looking for. I'm looking. He's he's he's, he's a a tight defender. Toy. He doesn't. He, toy. He doesn't. I mean, he doesn't seem to play like a defender. He seems like he wants to get up, get in the attack. Might see a whole lot of uh, overlapping. Oh yeah, definitely overlapping runs this year, mm-hmm. which is always very exciting to see. Uh, but he he seems to have a, a real real nice powerful shot and some fast legs. So going to be an, another real real exciting kid. Then you have uh, defender Josh Turnley from mm-hmm. Beaver, Pennsylvania. Mm. Hey, oh, you smell what the rock is cooking. Adrian Vera, midfielder from Norwalk. Norwalk. And then here's the second of our Cameroonian youth players that we brought Here we go, over. Eric. You got this. You got this, buddy. Again, I got to think French. So Andre Ulrich. I'm just, uh, that's terrible. Wow. Zenga. I, I don't even think the Andre was right. That sounded like way like uh, Norwegian. And that was really weird. <laughs> but it, it was close. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, recently signed uh, last year, Ethan Zubak to the G2. My bay. Eighteen from uh, from Corona, man. Yeah. So you got a lot of attacking power in this in this club, man. A lot of young players. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be interesting. So those are the signed players to the Galaxy Two roster. Specific. They're going to stay on Galaxy Two, save for some emergencies. So from what we've been told already, um, there's going to be a couple players from the the first team that are going to go down, and uh, pretty much play on the G two. So you have guys like. Um, Jose and Jaime. Excuse me. No, no, no. Jaime for sure. I think Jose is going to stay with the first team. But uh, Jaime Villarreal and um, and Mendiola are said to spend a lot of time with the G two this year. Okay. Uh, unfortunate for Mendiola, like I think he, I think he needs to spend more time with the first team. But uh, he I needs agree. he needs his game uh, his uh, I guess you know to keep uh, match fit. So uh, it's unfortunate, well, his, but I, I really wanted to see it, him with the first team. His problem is Lejet can play in so many places. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can play legit on the left, you can play him on the right, you can play him in the middle, you can play him in that like that hole underneath the striker. All these places where Mendiola could get minutes, if someone goes down, fucking put legit over there. Yeah. And then we still seem to to say, hey, play Baggio anywhere instead of playing Mendiola. <laughs> but that's you know it's conservative. That's playing Baggio is a conservative move. So it's fine. But I, I would like to see someone like with Mendiola spark on the first team. But I, I agree with you. I think he's kind of destined for. Uh, pro- 
predominant G2 minutes this year. Yeah. Which so, could be good. He needs the minutes. Yeah, he needs the minutes, but it's unfortunate. I wanted to see him with the first team. I think he mm-hmm. could do some things, but... Um, and then, like I said earlier in the show, uh, Josh Kempen, who was signed from uh, Sporting Kansas City, I think he's going to be your likely number one okay. for the G2. See, what I would, what, in all honesty, when everyone is healthy, I'd rather see Rowe starting, Diop starting for G2 and Kempen back in Rowe up. Right. And then if, if Rowe happens to go down, Kempen finishes out the game, Diop comes up for the next game, uh, and and what? I, I would play Snit. Snedden. 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 It's it's um, pretty simple because it's S N E D D O N, so it's Snedden. We, I mean, how difficult was Lorentowitz? And that took me like five weeks, and then he left. But that because he had like nineteen consonants in his name. What like? Yes, X's and W's and red and purple and there was like there's like an app there's like an ampersand in there. <laughs> Hieroglyphics. <laughs> there um, was a dog, you know, pyramid dog. You're, you're gonna get. I mean, if you if you looked at just our lineup for this last week. A healthy number of that back line is going to be playing for G2. Um, I think we do have faith in in a lot of the kids that, you know, Ed's name so far for playing in defense. Tyler Turner, the, the team seems to be putting a lot of emphasis on kind of getting that guy's name out. But when Cole is back and Romney is healthy, Cole's going to be left back. Romney's going to be backing him up. Nathan Smith is going to drop down to G2 and be starting. That's the kind of the point of this whole thing. If you've enjoyed watching Nathan Smith, if you've enjoyed watching, you know, Bradley Diallo or Garcia staying on the first team, but if you've enjoyed watching some of these guys, um, here's how you get to watch them keep developing. I in particular will be watching Nathan Smith this year because I've, I've thought he's played very well, extremely well. So much so I'm saying, hey, go ahead and let Romney start over Steris and keep Nathan Smith backing up Ashley Cole. Um, but I'm going to be, I, I understand how as a club, we're going to operate in a situation like this. So it, it you know, he's going to be another one to watch for. And, and a lot of these guys that have kind of been hybrid, um, between G1 and, and G2, kind of that galaxy 1.5, this is how you get to monitor and keep watching them develop. No. And it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. If you guys have never been to a galaxy two game, it's, it's, it's different. It's, it's so intimate. Like you're, you know, it's you and about a, like 700 people maybe. Mm-hmm. On a good day, it was my kids' first game. Yeah, I mean it's 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 really interesting, and they still do like jersey giveaways. They have uh, taco trucks. They have beer for two dollars. I think this game they're going to do the first thousand people. They're going to give away a free shirt. Uh, so he's going to get a shirt and a sketch. Yeah, and a ske- uh, magnet schedule. Um, it's it's a really fun experience, man. And, and like we said, more than more than any time that the G's have ever had this this academy in the in the Galaxy Two, these guys are more than likely going to be your next. You know, uh, uh, Romney and Stir is, and and these are the guys who are going to be coming up in the next year or two. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully not Stairs, but well, definitely yeah. Romney. You definitely know what I mean, though. Romney. You know what I mean. Coming from the Galaxy Two, like, you yeah. know, a lot of these guys who were on the Galaxy Two um, in the last three years that the team has been uh, running, I mean, none of them had a chance. I mean, it just seemed like none of them were ever going to have a chance in the Bruce Arena. McBean was up. on his way out. Uh, Jose was on his, his last string. What's uh? What was what was Bruce's number two's name? Um, I'm spacing on it. He was the real guy running the team. Um, what? Dave. Dave Sarkin. Oh, Dave Sarkin. I'm like, what? Dave Sarkin told me to my face. Garcia was on his way out. He was like, we're, we're going to work on giving him one more shot, uh, and and hopefully he can stick around. Galaxy two was that shot, and he has started right back for us every game this season, and has fucking nailed on, earned his spot on the first team because of galaxy two because of the experience and the minutes he got and sometimes you know we get we got kids like guys like kenny walker 
who leaves Galaxy 2 because the organization doesn't see him developing the way they want him to, or they see him perhaps as a USL type player and they move him out. And now he's captaining FC Cincinnati, you know, or Charlie Rugg or uh, Chandler Hoffman. You know, some of these guys don't quite work out. Some of them do. And Rafa, you know, you have stories like Garcia or Steris or perhaps Nathan Smith or Mendiola. Um, McBean is a guy who worked out specifically because he fucking dominated the USL. Um, so I, I'm excited as hell for the G2. I watched a lot of G2 games when I was in Portland just because it was some galaxy, uh, you know, and you're you're obviously looking for every instance of that you can get. But, um, yeah, it should be, should be a whole lot of fun, man. Yeah, man, it's interesting. Dude, the oldest player on this Galaxy 2 team is 23 years old. Is that Miguel? Um, yeah, Miguel, and then you have um, your Joss Turnley. Um, but most of these guys, I'm looking at it, I'm seeing one, two, three, four, five, six, six players under 20 years old. So that's half that's- the guys on your roster that are under 20 years old. Yeah, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. These are the guys that are going to be coming up in the next year or two. It's really exciting. I love going to these games, man. Well, let's move on because I got to yell about one more thing, and I want to watch the Dave Chappelle special tonight. So, right, right. So we, uh, let's 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 uh, keep this a little bit short. I mean, I know we can rant on this for like an hour itself. Um, why don't you get the important part of it out of the way, and then I'll explain why we're stupid. Let me. I will say the important details, and I'll let you rant for five minutes, and then we'll you. close it out. Deal. Sound good. I got one short thing at the very, very end to talk about. Okay. Uh, so as you all have seen, it, if you haven't seen this news, you're probably uh, living under some hole in the ground. Who who the hell knows? Um, the G's have announced that they will be playing Man United uh, Saturday, July t- uh, 15th at the StubHub. Um, it's not a bonus game for season ticket holders. Uh, season ticket holders will get a 50% off on tickets, um, obviously matching the number of season tickets you have. Um I will say real quick, I think it's pretty pretty telling that you don't get this as a bonus game, even though literally two years ago you did get this as a bonus game. Uh, <laughs> so take that as what you will for what the organization is saying about your season ticket holder package. Now, Chris, you have the floor. Hi, everybody. My name is Christopher Tucker. Um I used to advocate for season tickets for people to buy season tickets. Um, if you caught me a couple years ago, there was no way in hell I would have been moving down here and not purchase season tickets. Bullshit like this is the reason why. Uh, let's, let's cut it for what it is. There is looking at your season ticket package. There is no singular game that has a higher dollar value than this Man United game. And they know it. They 100% know it. Um, I'm not saying if you got this as a bonus game, you should sell it. But if you got it as a bonus game, you should have the option to sell it. Um, you know, we've as a group, we've often talked about we've often joked about like we hate these these summer friendlies. But the upside to these summer friendlies is we get to fucking wallet rape Euro snobs and sell our tickets for exorbitant prices, make some money back. You know, I remember a couple of years ago, there would be somebody who would take their Real Madrid or Barcelona or Manchester United ticket sell it, and then that would be their down payment for season tickets. That was kind of their motivation to keep coming back. It wasn't necessarily that you're making money off of it, but he would reinvest that money back into the club and, and, and purchase the season tickets with it. Now you have the single highest dollar value ticket that we'll have all season. 
And your reward for being a season ticket holder, your reward for putting your money down early, your reward for saying, I'm in on you guys. I'm in on your project of some of the worst on-field performances I've seen in a, since, what, 2008. Um, your reward for supporting that is you get 50% off a $90 ticket for a game designed for Eurosnobs. And then the follow-up from the front office for both supporters groups, if we're honest, because I've already seen people from the ACB saying the exact same thing is, well, you need to go out and hurry up and, and tell your group to buy your tickets because we want the ACB section to be filled with the ACB. We don't want it to get filled with Manchester United fans. We want the Riot Squad to get filled with the Riot Squad. We don't want it to be filled with uh, Manchester United fans. We want the Galaxian section to be sold out for the Galaxians. We don't want it to be filled with, with uh, Manchester United fans because they've got to pay full price. But you, our loyal fans, 50% off. 44 44 50 plus what convenience fees of let's say seven bucks. That's what you get for putting your money down early. Continuously, this team reminds you that there is no value in you buying a season ticket. Zero. It's often easier to it's easier to find a ticket than it's ever been because there's very little interest in the team. Um, they can't sell a game out to save their lives. Uh, and at the one game that would have the highest value, you don't get it. You know what you got? You got a preseason game against Portland that you probably could have bought for 10 bucks. Eight. You got that as a bonus game. That's your bonus because that's what that's the value that you have. That's how they remind you that that's your value. So I, I it, it's it's gross and it sucks. Um, and it sucks that we do shit like this in the year that we do it. Um, I'm not a season ticket holder. I was a season ticket holder for a long time. Um, I'll buy a ticket to go to a game day. Um, this is Klein and Vianus again. Uh, and we say this regularly. You know, I've, I've seen people more upset than me. I, I think it's silly. I think it's stupid. Um, and I think we continue to find ways to piss our, our most ardent fans off uh, in the worst year possible to do it. In the year where people are genuinely considering jumping ship to the team that's done their job to make it as easy as possible for Galaxy fans to flip to them. Easy as possible between public transportation, the downtown stadium everyone wants, uh, already engaging in the community, uh, getting doing their best to get fans out for U12 games, having uh, celebrities wearing all their merchandise. For the team that is doing everything in their power to go after you, this is how we reward your diehard fans. 50% off for a Euro snob game where you could have sold that ticket back at 27,000, which we'll sell out. We will sell this game out. And in selling the game out, you could have sold your ticket three, four, five days before the match and probably made twice the face value, taking that money and bought season tickets for next year. Instead, and you can still do that. You know, you take, it's simple. We all have people in the riot squad do it. They'll buy as many Manchester United tickets as they can based on the tickets they have on their season ticket. And then they'll go flip those out. I think if you're a season ticket holder, if your team plays during a season, you should have a ticket to that game. Um, it's nice to be reminded how it's nice to regularly be reminded that the front office disagrees with me. Um, because I, I think if you buy a season ticket, you should have a ticket to the season. So that's, that's it for me, sir. I like how the, the ambulance in the background, <laughs> as, oh, yeah. as you close that out, a murder of fools out here, sir. Um, no, I mean that's I can't I can't say it any better, honestly. Um, on that note, um, please. One small. Oh, One that? small. I want to end positive. 
Okay, you have something. Did else? you see? Did you see Yellow Van Damme's LA tattoo? Ah, oh, amazing! The man's the that best. guy is so fucking in, like all man's in, yeah, all he's, in. He's, he's, I, I got him just behind like Kobe Jones and Kalishman on all-time captains. I would have. He a might little, be coming over Kalishman. A little gripe. I wish he would have had like a quasar or something. Yeah. That was galaxy related. I'll take it. I'll and take it. I'll, I mean, I'm just this is splitting hairs here because that's amazing. Yeah, I'll take it because that's cause amazing. Landon, Landon wouldn't do that. Kobe. Oh, Landon do doesn't even care about the team anymore, man. And, and back. Oh, come on, don't say that. But oh, really, but, and, yeah. really? Well, this seen, is a conversation for another day. This is a conversation right. for another day. I haven't seen but, one tweet about hey, good I, good luck in the galaxy. I'm just saying you're not wrong. Just well, saying. he's 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 focused on other things. Right yeah. Now. Well, but, I mean, it's 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 Twitter. I mean, it's let's, well, let's talk. You know, yellow. Positive for Yella. I love Yella. I I want. I'm gonna name my firstborn child Yella. Denise, don't argue with me. <laughs> Wrap us up, man. Let's get out of here. All right. So you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at EdTheZombie13. Uh, you can find Chris at Zero Cool One Three Eight on pretty much all social medias. Uh, please go rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, please five stars uh, so we can get more eye, our earballs on our podcast. Earballs. Um, go to our Facebook search, uh, Right Squadcast. Uh, like and then share our posts, please, because that'll get more people uh, listening to our podcast and make yeah, it like, grow. We can see how many people download this. <laughs> how yeah. do we not have more likes on Facebook or, or Twitter? Yeah, it doesn't no. make any sense. But again, thank you guys for listening. I mean, starting this out, I mean, we didn't think we would get a hundred people listening to our stupid little podcast. Six months in, sir, and we have over four hundred. Oh, this is going to be okay. So I should have said this at the end of this show. We'll have over ten thousand plays of our podcast. Downloads. Downloads. Yeah, downloads. Over 10,000. That's amazing. I would have, in, in a thousand years, I would, never would have guessed that would have been the case. And I'm only responsible for 8,500. Yeah, exactly. It's just me and my mom downloading this all uh, the But time. please, uh, go to, our, whenever we post something, please, if you guys like it and reshare it, that would be so much appreciated. Uh, you guys do do a lot for us. I know a lot of you guys do retweet and share our stuff, so please, thank, thank you for all that. Um, please. Sam. Please go. Oh, Sev, yes. Uh, Sev, uh, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Sev. Um, one oh, one final note I wanted to bring up. I know we posted this before, but we really didn't say anything. We have official Riot Squadcast stickers. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, if you are going to go to the Galaxy 2 game this Saturday, I will have some. Um, we are asking for $3 for a, tick, a sticker. Uh, that way it can help us pay for uh, you know the monthly fees that we pay for uh, this podcast that Cost you no one anything. Um, it's been paying a lot of money. He really has. So if you guys can help out uh, and buy a sticker, um, that would help out. You know, with us getting uh, paying for these fees that we pay every month, and then that way we can buy other things or get other things like T-shirts. So if you guys are interested in stuff like that or pins, uh, we can make more things. If you guys are interested, let us know. Uh, but please, uh, we have uh, we have a bunch of these. So if you guys uh, see me at any of the tailgates for the. Um, for the Galaxy games or at the Galaxy 2, I will have them in hand. Uh, come up to me and I will gladly give you a sticker for $3. <laughs> I will exchange you a sticker for 3 bucks. And if Ed is willing to drive me, I will be at the Galaxy 2 game. So please come up and say hi to us and, and let us know you listen. It would it would do a lot for our, our fat man egos. Oh, sir, I'm more than will, will, uh, willing to drive you. Fuck yeah, man. All right, that's it. Um, it's... Uh, it's <laughs> Uh, That's can, it. Goodbye. No, I, before recording, uh, you know, Chris and I say this every time. This is like one of our favorite times of the week to get together and just, and just shoot the shit and talk about, you know, the things we love. And that's the galaxy. So from us to you guys, thank you for listening. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Be well. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah. What up, mom? 
close eyes. 